0: to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Living the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, Dream Team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each Minnesota is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. And after the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days, as well as we're going to touch on a physical activity and a nutritional tip that will better assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode is going to end with the recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast, a book, an article, a paper, anything that I think is going to help better educate ourselves toward the overall focus of the week. And if this is your first time listening to a mini-sode, the goal is to listen on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to be ready to start the challenges of the week on Monday. So listen to just one mini-sode every week, And as that week finishes, move on to the next week's mini-sode. I mean, you can start all the way over at mini-sode number one, or you can join up with the team right now. These mini-sodes will only be as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focuses or the physical activity and nutrition tips, it'll help you be much more successful to do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social media platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is going to be quietly watching and rooting for you, And you never know whose life you will truly inspire just by sharing your journey, both the challenges and the successes. You're going to be far more likely with a support system and a social network to be successful. Get someone that's chasing similar fitness goals as you and do this with them. And as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and your lifestyle choices, the ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by you motivating and posting, and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote comes from American entrepreneur, author, and motivational speaker, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn says, what is easy to do is also easy not to do. What is easy to do is also easy not to do. And I love this quote because we know we should listen without interrupting, but we still find ourselves interrupting. We know we need to finish our project on time, yet we find ourselves missing deadlines or at best procrastinating. We know that to lose weight, we need to eat for health and move our body, yet we still have an obesity epidemic. What is easy to do is also easy not to do. The easy things in life are sometimes not so easy when our old habits and lifestyle choices are ingrained in our daily routine. It can seem like that the easy thing is frustratingly so hard to attain. But why is that though? Is it because we think it's too simple? It can't be impactful enough to make a difference if it's this easy, right? We are all looking for that home run, that huge thing. That's going to completely turn things around and get us to our goals in just one huge, triumphant, successful feat. And maybe for some, this is how they turn things around. But I'm here to argue that the secret magic pill, the secret to obtaining those huge, audacious goals, the real magic is in these small, simple, and sometimes seemingly insignificant changes to your routine. I know not all of you are sports people, but I really like to think of this as if we're playing a game and your team is just absolutely getting crushed. You, you are down. You're, you're in a huge deficit and you have to come back. Sure, if you're playing baseball, you could swing for the fences and just try to get a home run and just try to home, your run, home run your way back into the game. For football, you could, you could throw those Hail Mary touchdown passes every single play in prayer that you just get back on top. In basketball, yeah, you could totally start jacking up three-point shots from five feet behind the line, but in my experience, it's none of those huge efforts that are going to get you the lead. It's breaking it down one play at a time. It's chipping away and sticking to your fundamentals. It's being consistently good at the small things, and that over time is how you're going to crawl your way back to the top. Friends, don't fall for the trap of the big lottery win. This week, we're going to force ourselves to dial in the small details of our daily routine and how we can adjust in order to course correct our trajectory in the direction of our long-term goals. So this week's Weekly Focus, we're going to take five minutes, and we're going to write down all of the things that you do on a daily basis that you consider time wasters five minutes to write down all the things that you do throughout your day, throughout your week that you consider time wasters. Things that you do every day that don't offer you any value towards getting you closer to your goals. Things that are either neutral or things that are negatively impacting your health, your relationships, your career, your spirituality, neutral or negative, write all of those activities down. Now, Take just one of these things, and this week, you're going to stack that thing with something that does offer value. And I'll offer you an example here. For me, one of my biggest time wasters is watching NBA basketball and NFL football games. I absolutely love, love, love sports. I love watching sports. I'll sit and I'll watch a stinking tennis match for three hours, (laughs) and I'll do that if I'm not careful. I can just sit there and do nothing. These sporting events do add joy to my life and they add entertainment as well. But really, they're just a huge chunk of my time that if I'm not careful, I can sit there and do nothing. And at the end of it, have nothing to show for it. So for me, I force myself to stack these sporting events, which sometimes can go for hours, and I put in mobility work that I often neglect in my actual training. So if I'm watching the game, I'm not gonna sit on the couch. I'm down on the floor on a yoga mat or on a blanket stretching. I'm working on my stiff areas. I'm rolling out my tight muscles on lacrosse balls. Um, Sometimes I'll wear massage boots that will help after any leg workouts that I may have done. Other times I'll mute the game and I'm going to put on an educational podcast or something that I'm trying to learn at that moment in time. Or let's say let's move on to another task. If I'm meal prepping. And I feel like meal prepping is positive towards my fitness goals, but it also is a huge chunk of time. I'll meal prep in the kitchen so that I can listen to a podcast, or maybe I'm watching one of those games that is a time suck, and I'm meal prepping so that I can see the TV from the kitchen. I'm stacking a couple of things, one of them that is considered a time waste that if I did alone, it wouldn't do anything towards my fitness goals. And the other thing I'm doing at the same time, multitasking, I guess you could say, is helping me get closer to my goals in some way. Think about social media. Social media is another huge time suck. It has so many benefits in different ways. Um, I would say more negative than positive, but we'll talk about that on another day. But man, it's a waste of time sometimes. When you scroll social media, how about you can only scroll your feed if you sit in a deep squat while scrolling? Yeah, work on your hip mobility, your squat mobility while you're scrolling. You'll find that you probably don't scroll as much because it's it's pretty tough to stay in a deep squat for too long. And then you'll also be working on your mobility. Or maybe you hop on a stationary bike anytime that you decide to scroll or you walk on a treadmill, but safely, of course. Uh, let's say you play video games. Then you have to change your position. Every five minutes, set an alarm on your phone and you change from sitting to standing to laying down on your belly change the positions when you play video games or every let's say every time you die or a new game starts, you can make it a goal to do some body weight exercises while you're waiting for the next game to load or that previous game to finish. We talk about um, doing things and not being sedentary for at, at, no more than an hour at a time. We talk about taking phone calls or conference calls while you're walking. These are just f- a few examples of stacking Something that's positive with your fitness goals and then something that really doesn't get you there. Write down your biggest time wasters and what can you stack that activity with in order to minimize that activity's ineffectiveness or maximize the time that you have's effectiveness. If you have any really good ones that you can think of, I really want to hear about them. So let me know. Post about it and tag me or message me so that I can share your idea. You can continue doing this with all the things on your list until every one of them is stacked. But don't make too many changes all at once. Just do one at a time. One at a time. Pick one thing, make it a habit, and then move on to the next one. And then eventually all of your ineffective activities will be stacked with an effective activity. And you'll notice that your day is so much more productive. Moving on. This week's physical activity tip. Do you sit for long periods of time? Do you struggle with low energy because you sit for long periods of time? Well, it could be because of your blood and lymph flow that has grinded down to a sluggish drip. Here's what I mean. Your your heart. Your heart pumps blood out to your extremities, all the way down to your toes, but there is not a pump to get the blood back to your heart. Your arteries and your veins are different. Your veins only have one-way valves that move blood against gravity. In order for these valves to work, those veins need movement. When your muscles contract, particularly your leg muscles, they push and they squeeze on the veins, which then allow the blood in your legs to flow up against gravity. Movement and contraction of the leg muscles actually assist your uh veins and their one-way valves to get this deoxygenated blood back up to the heart where it can then be reloaded with oxygen and pumped back out to your peripheral limbs and all of your cells that require oxygen to function so movement creates more life i've said this so many times movement is life movement generates more movement and momentum builds on momentum it gives you energy this week When you're working in a sedentary position for long, extended amounts of time, for most of it, it's sitting at a desk. For some of us, it could be standing at the counter all day. Whatever it is, sedentary doesn't have to mean sitting, but the majority of the time for us, for most of us, that's what we see. When you're in sedentary position, set some sort of timer, maybe an alarm on your phone or something, and, and do it for every hour. Every hour, move your legs in a way that requires them to contract all your muscles, from your glutes, to your hamstrings, to your quads, to your calves. The best way to do this is to take a five-minute walk and to find a set of stairs to climb. For me, I love to go take a walk around the building, st- uh, go upstairs. Maybe you, ha- if you have to use a restroom, you use the restroom on the stair, the flight above you or the flight below you so that you have to climb the stairs and come back down. And you get those legs pumping blood back into your circulatory system to help get back up to the heart. Maybe you do some calf raises at the bottom of the stairs, you climb some stairs, and then you do some air squats at the top of the stairs. This is not enough to get you sweaty, of course. It's just enough to bring movement back to those lower limbs that need it so much. It can bring blood back to the brain so it can give you more focus. Your productivity will increase. Get some much-needed circulatory movement to your blood and your lymph and let your body know that your leg muscles are still needed. And I can hear some of you saying it right now, but coach, I'm so extremely busy. I don't even have one minute to waste every hour. And at this point, I have to say, are you kidding me? Come on. There's no way. If your boss doesn't let you get up for an hour or you're the boss and you don't think you have one minute every hour, we really got to reprioritize what we're doing. Plus, my boss would never let me take any five minute breaks, right? They won't let me take that. I'm going to I'm going to lose my flow. I'm going to my productivity will plummet. I'll get fired. I'm going to go broke if I get fired. I'll go homeless. Probably die. Okay. You probably weren't thinking any of those things, but that's kind of what I get in response sometimes when I tell people to take these movement breaks. When I ask clients to do this strategy, I just get a similar response. There's no way that I can do that. I just don't have time. It, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. I know I don't work where you work and I don't know what you do exactly, but I don't know your life. I just know that it is scientifically proven that your productivity will not plummet. It will actually skyrocket. It is scientifically proven that your mood and your energy are enhanced with these tiny movement breaks, which will mean that your coworkers will also enjoy being around you more. You're going to be that person that's full of energy as everyone else is crashing. It will not ruin your flow. It will actually help you refocus and be able to increase your concentration. Professor Andrew Humberman at Stanford University, a neuroscientist that I follow, he says that your brain can only handle 90-minute cycles of concentrated focus. After that, you start seeing a point of diminishing returns. But moving will bring blood flow back to the brain, energy and focus that you have lost through your previous concentrated cycle. You may see mistakes or issues or ideas that you wouldn't have seen As you hit those midday lulls after working for like five straight hours without a single twitch of your lower body muscles. I'm going to give you some tough love here. If you can't find one minute every hour to just get up and move, you really need to consider what you're doing right now. Is your job worth your life? Is it worth is a billion dollars that you're going to earn with this job? Is that worth living a life of pain and suffering for the last decade or two of your life? We got to think about quality of life as we age as well. You can find ways to make this happen. I promise you, bare minimum, every hour, just stand straight up out of your chair and do 20 air squats, tapping your seat and standing all the way up. Just 20 quick squats. This is doable for every single person. Start there and see the benefits. And I can guarantee you, we'll add more minutes and more movement as you see what benefits you get. And if you're someone who can't do this, that won't prioritize this over work message me, and maybe we can brainstorm some ways of finding our movement breaks into your daily routine. Every day this week, when you do sedentary activities or work, get up, take a five-minute movement break, contract all the muscles in your legs, and reap the benefits of health, productivity, energy, and eventually, longevity and increased health span. All right, next up, the nutrition tip of the week. It's that time of year over here in San Diego for summer parties so for this week's nutrition tip we're going to give you four tips on how to help you stay on track at summer parties any kind of get-togethers that you may have gone to or any parties so here we go four tips number one eat before you go it's so easy to get to the party and become overwhelmed with all the food there so try eating a protein-rich meal prior to going to the party. And not only is this going to ensure that you get your protein intake in, but it can also keep you filled up longer and filled up more so that you're not starving when you show up. And then when you're starving and you show up at a party, you know what happens. You snack and you eat and you eat everything in sight. So eat before you go and make it a protein rich meal. And you could even throw in some veggies in there because those also satisfy you. Number two, drink water between every alcoholic beverage. Those alcoholic calories can add up quickly, especially at summer barbecues when you got the music going and everyone's having a great time. So along with those calories from the drinks, you can also hit some unwanted calories from food when we let our inhibitions down, right? You start to get drinks in your hand. You just want something in your hand so you can socialize. And, you you know, I don't know. I never know what to do with my hands at parties, so I like to have a drink in it. And if it's always alcohol, now you're getting tipsy and tipsy, and then, boom, all the food just sounds so much better. And that's when things can get out of hand. So try drinking a glass of water between every alcoholic beverage Not only to stay hydrated, of course, but this will also slow down your alcohol intake and perhaps save you some calories overall. Number three, don't stand by the food. How many times are you at a party and you find yourself just congregated around the food table or the bar carrying on conversations with people? You're just standing there and then every once in a while you grab some food and you continue on with your conversations. If you're like me, then this happens all the time. You You be the person to move the party elsewhere. When we stand by the food or by the bar, we just naturally are more inclined to mindlessly snack and drink and graze constantly. Take the conversation to the other side of the room or out to the pool and don't keep yourself in temptation right by the stinking cookie tray. You can take a walk to go get the snacks if you guys need it. Number three, don't stand by the food. Number four, save calories ahead of time. Now, this one can be a little tricky, so I'm going to give a couple of caveats. Uh, Save calories ahead of time. If you know something is coming up like a barbecue or an event, maybe you can try saving some of your calories ahead of time. So if you know how many calories you're eating, I know a lot of people that are doing um, calorie tracking, you know about how many calories you're allotted per day. Well, maybe take 10 to 15% of your carbs and fats for the day and eat that early and then you can save the rest for the party. Uh, or you could even try intermittent fasting the day of so that you know you have more calories at your disposable when you get to the get together without having to feel like you have to restrict yourself aggressively. Now, this is a strategy that I can use and that some of my clients have used. However, we have to be a little careful with this one. You don't want to go to the party starving. So that's why number one was eating before you go. Number four is save calories uh, uh, ahead of time. You just have to be a little careful. Maybe you do eat a little bit of food before you go, but overall, it's less than you've normally eaten that day up to that point. You just don't want to go to the party starving. This could cause a binge type behavior and you could go way overboard. So when you save up your calories, do so with advanced time. And then you can have your pre-party filling meal of protein and veggies so that you're nice and fed going to the party. But overall, you have saved up some calories to be able to have flexibility and not stress during a time of celebration. Remember, I always say that special events are meant to be enjoyed as they are special. And let's add a fifth one, a bonus one. Uh, This will be a bonus tip for you. Have fun and don't stress. This one may be the most important tip. Look. You aren't going to be perfect at tracking, so accept that this is going to be the way it is going in. Enjoy the occasion with your family and friends. Do the best you can. Focus on portion control, so smaller sizes, and if you happen to wake up a little heavier the next day, who cares? Don't stress. Just get right back on track. Letting yourself worry and fret is not going to do anything except for raise your cortisol and potentially inhibit you from burning more body fat. It could also increase your water retention. And for what? We have to let ourselves have a little bit of fun and realize that sometimes it's okay if we're not perfect and it's not going to ruin all your progress in one day. Here's the deal. You can have special occasions However, it's when you string together a bunch of these celebration days over time where it starts to become an issue and it starts to compound. So one day every two weeks, nothing too bad there. If you have three special holidays in a week, then maybe we might want to start thinking about how we can control ourselves and balance out our lifestyle. Awesome. And lastly, moving on to the recommendation of the week. I am so pumped to share this one with you guys headspace on netflix headspace h-e-a-d-s-p-a-c-e all one word on netflix some of you guys might know i've talked to you about the headspace app which is an app on your phone that helps you with breath work and meditation well headspace is now on netflix check this out they have a series of episodes on a guide to getting better sleep they have a series of episodes on a guide to meditation and they have an original series of episodes that they just launched. To it's, It matches their mobile app. I just can't recommend this Headspace series enough. I don't like spending much time on Netflix. But if I'm not doing my Yoga Nidra at night before bed, I'm going to put one of these Headspace episodes on. And I'll decide if I want to try to do nighttime meditation or I'll choose an episode from The Guide to Sleep if I need help getting to sleep And they even just released a choose-your-own-adventure-style option. So you have your remote, and you choose your own selections. You can go through these, and you can say, hmm, I'm going to individualize my experience. What mood am I in? Do I need to unwind? Do I need to meditate? Do I need to chill, relax, or sleep? Um, They have options for all of that. It's called Unwind Your Mind Headspace. Uh, It'll ask you if you're anxious, agitated, depressed, stressed, how long do you want it to be? Three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You can customize whatever you want with your remote. It's so cool. Please check these out. If you struggle with sleep or stress or even if you're just trying to get into meditation, this is where I would recommend everyone start. Headspace on Netflix. Do it. And that's it, my friends, for this week's Growth Minisode. Each week, we're going to focus on something new and dial in a different aspectivity of physical activity or nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories when you stack your time wasters with something beneficial to your goals. Post a video of you taking your movement breaks or you hacking your summertime parties while making healthy food choices. And I have to encourage you again to check out the Headspace on Netflix and tell your friends and family about it who could benefit from substituting some of their regular brain-numbing Netflix shows like The Bachelor with the awesome series to help strengthen your mind instead. And make sure you tag me and share your journey. And let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that will help this Live in the Dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I will be right here with you, working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.